A table of fables. From the constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions, it makes a story, a million stories. Hello and welcome to a Table of Fables podcast. I am James Funnyhat. This is Season 2, Episode 1. Well, because it's Season 2, I decided that I should wear two hats. So I'm wearing one hat, which is a salt hat, and then right on top of that is my pepper hat. So I have two hats today, a salt hat and a pepper hat. I started off wearing a soap hat and a water hat. That was pretty messy. I also tried a a cat hat with a dog hat. That was exciting, but I didn't think that would work. So I settled on a salt and pepper hat. And I'm not really sure if it looks funny or not. I know it doesn't sound funny and it doesn't taste funny. So it's probably okay. Now, because it's a new season, I thought for those who are new to A Table of Fables that I would go over the rules again. Because as you may not know, this is a very strict podcast where all listeners must follow all the rules. So let me tell you what the rules are. Rule number one, you have to sit quietly on a seat on the floor and not talk. Rule number two, you may not sit on a table. Rule number three, you may not sit in the trunk of a car when it's moving. Rule number four, you may not sit on the roof of a car when it is raining or when it's not raining. Five, no sitting on a wall. Six, no sitting on a ceiling. Seven, no sitting on the fridge. Eight, no sitting on birthday cakes, especially when the candles are lit. Nine, no sitting on the tip of a baseball bat as it balances on top of a moving unicycle. And rule number 10, no listening while eating hot jalapeno peppers. 11, if you are listening from an airplane that is flying over clouds, you may not open the window and jump out to listen from on top of a cloud. Rule number 12, no listening to the podcast while eating blue crayons. 12B, no listening while eating red crayons. Rule number 12C, no listening while eating yellow crayons. Number 12D, no listening while eating purple crayons. Now, rule number 12, 
has a lot of parts because it has to cover all the colors of crayon, so I won't mention all of them. I'll move straight ahead to rule number 13. No listening while sitting on your sister's ponytail. Or your mom's ponytail. Or your brother's or your dad's. If you have a fish with a ponytail, that is okay in rule number 13. Rule number 14. No listening while walking on banana peels. Rule number 15. No asking James Funny Hat what color the story bell is. And rule number 16, which is a new rule. No sending startling messages that will distract James Funny Hat from recording the podcast. And why I have that rule in is because I know what kids are like. And somebody is going to send me a message that's going to say like, Boo! Or something like that. And then I'm just going to listen to it at the wrong time and it's going to distract me. And then that just might ruin the podcast. So no sending startling messages. So don't tell your parents to record your voice saying like, like, boo, rawr, something like that, James Funny Hat. And then getting your parents to send it to me because that just might ruin a whole episode and you might laugh but I won't laugh because then I'll have to record it all again so this episode episode number one season number two is brought to you by Matthew who lives in Toronto and who recently turned seven years old and his sister Natalina who's nine or maybe ten or maybe eleven Maybe even 12, I don't know. Like, she's like really big. Well, in episode number 22, season number one, Matthew and Natalina were guessing about what is one of the strongest forces in the universe that doesn't weigh anything. And they had some really good guesses. Because I was thinking about love, which is a very strong force, and that's one of the things the story was about. And Natalina guessed kindness, which is hugely, awesomely powerful too. And Matthew guessed a super strong gravitational molecular force. And that sounds like really strong too. And if I see Matthew, who's seven years old in Toronto, and if you guys see Matthew, who's seven years old in Toronto... I think we should ask him for some super strong gravitational molecular force because that sounds like awesome. You can probably like climb walls with that stuff. So, thank you very much, Matthew and Natalina, for supporting the show. Well, soon the story will begin and you will hear a ringing sound. That will be the story bell. When you hear the bell, put your hands in the air. When you can't hear it anymore, put your hands down and then the story will begin. So just to make sure that we're all relaxed and ready, take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Breathe all the way in and all the way out. And one more time and out. And here comes the story bell.
there was a group of boys who lived by the big bend in the river near the swamp. They mostly just sat around on the dock all day and threw rocks at the trees, threw rocks at the fish, threw rocks at the squirrels, shouted at people who went by on their boats, and laughed way too loud at jokes they had already heard. The smallest of the boys was named Gene. All the others called him Blue Gene. During the day, Gene hung around with the other boys by the dock and did mostly what they did. But at night, when they were all sleeping, Gene dreamed of a different world. He dreamed about being a prince. And the dreams were so real, he could feel it. In the dreams, he would protect his kingdom with his bravery and his sword. He would keep his castle shining bright and help all of his people by giving them wisdom with his wise sayings and wise advice. He would wear shining silk clothes of green and gold and ride a fast speckled horse. It was almost as if he was there at the castle, it was so real. And the last thing before he woke up in the morning, the prince in the dreams would say, Stop! Don't close the door! I want to come out! Don't close the door! But as soon as Jean opened his eyes, the door would close. He told the other boys about the dreams, and they would always say, who do you think you are? You're not a prince. They would point to the castle that was up in the hills and say, Do you think you belong there? Ha 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 ha. They laughed way too loud and made fun of Gene. But still he dreamed. And it was so real. And every morning the prince would always plead, Don't close the door. But as soon as Gene opened his eyes, the door would close, and the dream would be over. One day, as Jean was hanging on the dock with the other boys, a basket floated down the river. No one noticed it but him. He went down and picked it up, and inside was all this green, fine silk fabric. It reminded him of the prince in his dreams and what the prince wore, so just for fun, he cut it up and sewed it together so that it made a cloak. He walked down to the dock and showed the other boys, and they said, Who do you think you are? A prince? Prince Blue Jean? Ha 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 ha. They laughed, picked him up, and threw him in the water. But he noticed that when he wore the cloak, he stood a bit straighter and that maybe he might have even grown a little bit taller. So, even though they made fun of him, he wore it anyways. A few months later, he saw another basket on the shore. Inside was some more fabric and a metal wing. He put them together, sewed them up, and it was almost like the crown that the prince wore in the dreams. He put it on. And he walked down to the dock and the boy said, Look, Prince Blue Jean has a crown. Ha ha ha. 
Who do you think you are? They laughed and laughed and threw him in the water again. But he noticed that he had grown since the last time. He was definitely taller than one of the boys, and maybe even taller than another one of them, too. Only a couple of weeks later, there was another basket floating down the river, this one with some leather. It wasn't easy, but he made the leather into boots, just like the prince wore in his dreams. He wore them and went down to the dock along with his cloak and his crown. When the other boys saw him, they said, Ha, 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 who do you think you are? A prince? Ha, ha, ha. They picked him up and threw him in the water. But he noticed now that he was taller than all of them, except for Rudd, who was the leader and the meanest of all. So Gene, after that, spent more time alone. He didn't hang around at the docks anymore, throwing rocks at the fish and the trees and the chipmunks and shouting at the boats if they floated by. He was happy with his boots and with his crown and with his green silk cloak, like the prince in the dreams. One night, Jean was dreaming, as he always did, about the prince and about castles and horses and bravery and helping the kingdom and cleanness and shininess and all the things he loved. Early in the morning, just before he woke up, The prince in the dream said, as he usually did, Don't close the door! I want to come out! Gene decided this time he would keep his eyes closed and see what would happen, to see if the prince would come out. He remained awake, but kept his eyes closed. The prince said, Follow me! Gene stood up. The prince got on his horse and whistled, horse ran. Gene ran after the horse. He had his eyes closed, so he didn't know where he was going, but he ran after the horse, chasing the prince, who ran off inside his eyelids. Gene ran as fast as he could, and then what happened to him is what happens to everyone when they run with their eyes closed. Bam! He ran straight into a tree fell down, landed on the ground, his eyes opened, and the prince was gone. His eyes, though, when he stood up, were focused on the castle off in the distance, and he had a very strong feeling that if he went there, he would find the prince. So he decided that he would. He went down to the dock, saw the other boys, and said, Bye, guys. I'm going to the castle. The other boys stood up and said, No, you're not. You're staying here at the swamp where you belong. They ran up to him to grab him and throw him into the river. But they were smaller now, or he was bigger. He threw each of them into the river and ran off. They chased after him, but couldn't catch him. He kept going but heard fast-moving footsteps. It was Rudd, the leader, who was the biggest and meanest of all. Come back where you belong. 
he was gaining ground, and he was big and fast. Closer and closer and closer he came. Rudd came up right behind Gene, but then in front of him was a speckled horse, just like the prince's. Gene whistled to it, just like the prince in the dream always did. The horse stopped, and he hopped on and rocketed away from Rudd, who remained behind, screaming and yelling. Gene rode on the horse, and he'd never been in a horse before, but somehow he knew just what to do. He went to the castle, through the gate, and when he got inside, all the shopkeepers and all the townsfolk turned to stare. He wondered what was wrong and thought maybe he should go back to the swamp. Everywhere he went in the castle grounds, people turned and stared. And then he heard the sound of a trumpet and a huge team of horses pulling a huge shining silver carriage. The carriage came closer, and when it was very close, out came an elegant lady with fine golden clothes and a gentleman with a golden crown. It was the king and queen. My son, my son, Prince Eugene, the lady said. We haven't seen you for years. When you were very young, you were taken away by pirates, and we thought we would never see you again. Everyone in the kingdom remembers you still, and that's why they are so happy. Do you remember us? How did you find your way home? Mother, I knew I wasn't where I was supposed to be down by the swamp. And when I closed my eyes and dreamed, I could see the castle, and I could see a prince, and I could see everything. But it wasn't until I tried to find the prince with my eyes open that I found that he was actually me. And it's so good to be home where I belong. Well, you've made it to the end of the story, and you've made it to the end of this episode of A Table of Fables, Season 2, Episode 1. And I hope you enjoyed the story, and I especially hope that all your adventures lead you to finding your dreams and making them come true, and that after you make them true, you have more dreams and better dreams. Well, thank you for tuning in today. If you love the show, you can help it to happen every week. Here's how. You can share a link of your favorite stories with your friends. You can send a review to Spotify or to Apple Podcasts. 
letter to my email, which you can find at jamesfunnyhat.com. And you can even make a donation to the show, which helps very much to put it together every week. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to Matt and to Natalina for supporting the show today. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time on A Table of Fables. I'm James Fonny.